0: i didn't hear any sound on that one but it's all right did you
1: did you hear sound did anybody else hear sound wait
2: I, i i got some sound we're back i didn't get any sound but what's up Billy? how are we
0: Oscar are you speaking right now
3: he's like it's like the scene in ace Ventura
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: the on the other side
1: of the I, I was like I was like rich you went you went deaf but you couldn't hear me so you got
0: if I went deaf by not listening to you that'd be great what is going on Philly how are we we're back again for another edition of drunk on Broad. I'm your host rich Conroy Don Juan Nick the daddy and then of course the producer himself Oscar gracing us with his presence what's going on guys
2: a whole lot yeah, yeah it's it's trying weird. to keep up with Oscar's new Twitter Twitter handles and no I can't I can't, believe, of Twitter. I
1: can't believe I got reported for retweeting it was an anime clip and like what the freak you wait, reported you, was you? pornographic was a it was it was freaking Dragon ball uh, super
0: and you got kicked for that
1: yeah, they said I was it was it was multiple violations. I was like, "What <laughs> since when?" We're too soft on
0: there nowadays, man. That is so weird, Chris. What's up, brother? How are you, man? Hey, Hello. When I when oh, I had Twitter back when,
3: when I had Twitter back when I first came out, you could be you were you could be sh- as reckless as you wanted to be, man, and it would not matter.
0: Dude, MySpace was like one of the most reckless. If everybody remembers MySpace back in the day, uh, dude, Rich. It's funny. Away.
3: I saw I saw oh, a guy that posted like a meme about about Twitter, and he's like. Man, Twitter is so soft now. He's like, I literally taught people how to cook crack back in the day on (laughs) Twitter. He's like, now you can't even go, you can't even call a fat person fat. (laughs) No, you can't do
0: anything. I was like, damn, man. It is, it is pretty uh, it is pretty goofy. I'm just trying to look for something and I can't find it. Oscar lived his life, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna hold him down.
2: Oscar needs people to listen to Just just another reboot,
0: right? Just Just another, another just another reboot. But uh, before we get started, I just want to raise uh, attention. The Broadway Hat Podcast, they are raising money for Alex's Lemonade. Every five-star review, they are donating a dollar to the Alex Lemonade Foundation to help with childhood cancer. Uh, it's a good cause. Uh, the podcast is New York Ranger-based. So, Oscar, I think they're what, – what are they? What
1: are the they? lacrosse team, right?
0: They have the lacrosse team. I believe they play lacrosse. Plus they're yeah. not a professional hockey team. Let's be real.
1: It's uh, Madison Square Garden, right? Uh, the indoor lacrosse. <laughs> Yo, remember, the, what, was <laughs> do you remember? What, was what was it? Was it the Philadelphia Wings? The yeah, the Wings. Yo, they used to be lit, dude. They still play and they <laughs> still
0: train at um, whatchamacallit, um, Skate Zone. They still train at Skate Zone, yeah. Wow. And if you drive by, it says official home of the Wings. It's pretty funny, but uh, yeah, like, subscribe, leave them a five star review every do every five star review that is it right there as uh, for Alex's Lemonade they have actually a lot of good content they do um a lot of stuff with former and ex-rangers players so if you're into that stuff please go check it out Don you're a hockey guy even if you're not a rangers you fan you like lacrosse at all check it out and uh and see what it is so boys hats off to you and uh keep raising money
2: for a good cause nope Don how was uh the fired up show last night listen minus a couple of technical difficulties we couldn't we couldn't get the the audio quite figured out with a bunch of echoes and stuff but we we ended up recording it on something else um it was a ton of fun it was a ton of fun and and i think why it felt the way it did was because it felt a lot like this it was a lot of just good genuine authentic philly sports conversation it manifested into a couple of other extra things that we you know, didn't plan to talk about, but just a ton of fun. Those guys do a fun and, and I actually love the the idea of the um, the trivia right in the middle. They kind of mix it in, spur of the moment.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Um,
2: it's, it was just a ton of fun. So, shout out to those guys. Those guys, I put out some stuff today, uh, with links to some of their previous episodes. Um, they do a ton of great stuff. So, shout out to Mike and Dom. And you know, I know you were on with Chip last night. We were kind of. In, in, in course, the different yeah. Courses, But yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun.
0: Chip's got me bringing up kids not being able to take criticism and you, you guys are just having a good old time, but Chip, it was a great time as always, but we'll, uh, we'll discuss some of that stuff later. Whoever knows tonight's show is literally called just drunk at this point, because right now it's a lull and a lot of Philly sports. It is the all-star break for baseball. Um, lacrosse isn't playing right now. So we really have nothing to follow. I mean, besides the Philadelphia union, uh, I saw that they were they had a one-one tie, the other day, which was which is pretty cool. I don't know much about that. I'm not going <laughs> to try. Like that that's cool, score. man.
1: That's cool. What Would you say, Oscar? You just know that's the final score. That's all. You that's know.
0: all I know is the final score. But one day oh, I will actually sit down and watch a game. Uh, Oscar, Chris has a question for you. So who? Uh,
1: I know that's, who what was, I was, that's what I was laughing at. That who? was the funniest thing I've seen in such a long time. Who win the Euros? Who, Cup? who no, it's Who will the soccer Euro Cup? Right.
0: Yes, well, he meant probably who will win. You think so? I believe yeah, I so. That
1: was a joke because that was a really good joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's still a good joke because Italy already freaking won.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, Chris. <laughs> I was going to say, I believe Italy already won. Uh, but listen, I, I, I am not a soccer fan by any stretch of the imagination. Hey, Ray, how are you? Oscar, that was by far one of the best sporting events I've watched in a really long time. I know it I know it has something to do with the fact that I don't have a vested interest in either team. So I just got the chance to appreciate the game for what it was. But that was incredible.
1: It was it was it was definitely I mean again, same same wise, I just watched it to watch. Um I was on the edge of my seat the entire game. It was intense. It was it was, it was it was just a good game, which is what you hope all finals are like in the first place. The best two teams were to the end.
3: Yeah, but I just think that uh those type of games shouldn't be decided by penalty kicks or like penalty shots in the NHL too. You know what I mean?
1: Um, you see, so here's my problem with that. There's they're playing 120 minutes at that point already. Let well, them play till they die. Right? they be
3: in nobody, great shape, aren't they?
1: Nobody wants to run for more. Put it this way: out of the 120 minutes, I think I've read a while stat. The 80 of it was constant running. So it's just oh I mean, they're not marathon runners; they're sprinters. So essentially, they're just sprinting it. Short distances, so much
2: speed. So, the uh, whole So Oscar, how how do you solve that? Do
1: you go golden go, golden goal and just no? Nah, I I I like the current structure. I think it's the most fair structure because it was Is a it Thirty minutes there. overtime, right? Oh yeah, hundred and twenty minutes. So, um, so
3: thirty minutes overtime and then yeah. penalty shots.
1: And then like put it this way: if you're a deadlock after hundred and twenty minutes of playing each other, you guys. Guys, got to call it quit one way or another, and that's one of the most fairest way to do it.
2: So, so, well, speaking- listen, so here, God, here's God. the comparison, though. It's the, the equivalent of what we know as NFL football is if you play to the end of overtime and overtime's tied, and you decide the game on kicking field goals.
1: I think would. would, would that's not fair at like, all no, because you're only leaving it on one player, which is literally just your
3: kicker. Um, your yeah. kick.
1: Whereas in stock, you're leaving up to six players. Half the team get a chance. And if not, only 11 get a chance if you know, it doesn't get decided by the first five. They
3: just keep going. They just keep doing penalties, right? Everybody yeah. has to take a turn.
0: Yeah. So the funny thing is about structure, Nick brought up a topic that we can touch on right now, and that is the MLB rule changes. Yes or no? Nick, would you like to enlighten us what the rule changes might be?
3: Yeah, so they just posted this um, coming directly from Manfred today. Potential rule changes. Sorry. Um, potential rule changes are – there's going to be four. So banning or limiting defensive shifts. I agree. Uh, number two is elimination of the seven-inning doubleheader, which is no, just keep it.
1: Yes. as keep of last year. Keep it.
3: The third one is elimination of starting the extra innings with a man on second base, and the fourth one would be extending the DH to the National League. Yes,
0: yes. So So, only. So go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Sorry, you you talk first. Personally,
3: I know Rich is more new school with the MLB. I think all these should pass. All. I don't like the seven inning doubleheader because
0: I don't like nine hours of bad baseball.
3: It won't be bad baseball. if You're going to bring
0: shifts. up a 27th man, and you're going to get some guy who can't pitch to pitch the first if game. You every single pitch, fucking time.
3: If you eliminate shifts and you add the DH, you won't need two seven-inning doubleheaders, right? and yes. you won't need the runner second base because now think about how many hits these guys have taken away from them because we defensive shift. We just sit like – now I get it. The argument is, hey, learn how to hit the ball the other way. Okay. Yes. But the pitchers are throwing the ball so that you can't hit it the other way. It's yeah. a lot easier. Like we play slow pitch softball, right? It's easier for me to sit back and wait on a 50-mile-an-hour lob and, you know, poke it over the first baseman's head, which Rich is very good at doing that, than it is in softball yeah. in, in baseball when you've got a guy who's just going to throw 95 in on your hands and then drop a slider at your back foot. And yeah, how are you going to hit, hit that? I'm going to hit that on the third baseline. Yeah,
0: yeah, how are you going to do that? So, so it's gonna, like You're not going to hit I, that to the right.
3: I see both sides. Like I, I know the shift is an analytical thing. The MLB wants to use analytics to control the game. But I say this. I played baseball my whole life. Don played baseball all life. Rich played baseball all life. Oscar knows baseball. Be- growing up, watching a lot of baseball. It <laughs> According after- to my Bryce Harper it- takes. You would shifts- not know that the shifts have negatively affected the game. That's just me.
0: It's not even with shifts. It's the whole I'm bringing in a guy for one out. Like thank God they did the whole you have to pitch an inning thing now because that's sure. or three batters because that's just that's annoying too. Like it's not the fact that I'm new school. It's the fact that baseball is dying for a reason. I get it. Like we talk about this all the time. Baseball is dying because of let's say Bryce Harper type contracts, thirteen years for a guy who doesn't produce on that team at that time. It it ties you up. Yeah, like, it, in, in
3: the end of the contract, it's it's terrible.
0: It's terrible. You get Pulhose like results when he was with Anaheim, or you get right. Vladimir Guerrero like results, like when these guys are at the end of their career, still getting paid twenty-six million dollars and you can't do anything. Sure. Seven inning doubleheaders is great because it makes the game move. I love the 7-8 doubleheader. I just keep think that, that doubleheader.
3: they're going to – the players' union is going to push back. They're going to have to – obviously, the players' union is going to have to give and take because this is a year where they're up for negotiating the CBA, right? Um, so yeah. players can like it all they want, Mike, but Manfred is going to use that and he's going to take something else away from them, right? So it's like you're going to have to give and take. The players want to keep the 7-8 doubleheader. Or do they want to give up? Maybe, may, Rich, maybe like we talked about before, they say, hey, no contracts longer than six years. Yeah. Players are going to be like, well, we want that security. We want that that contract that, you know, I'm going to get signed for 10 years when I'm 28. This way, when I'm 38 and I'm not nearly as good, I'm still getting paid a lot of money.
2: Right.
1: So like, there's, I mean, there's no
3: be give and take. So right. using it as a negotiating tactic is smart on Manfred's part because he's going to say, if you guys really like this, I'll give that to you. I'll give that to you, but not, then I need this.
2: Correct. Yeah. No. You know I mean? Listen, I, Nick, I, I'm a hundred percent with you on the fact that like these things that they're proposing Great. now totally make sense to to change. As yeah. far as I think it makes the quality of the play on the field better, um, and, and there's still ways that when you say banning or limiting the defensive shifts, sure. You could put things in place where you can say, listen, all four of the infields have to be on the dirt.
3: Yeah. You could well, say
2: you need two guys on either side of second exactly
3: base. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, you can still shade to the hole. You can right. shade to the bag. That's been going on since the start of the get the sport. You know, but having three guys, you know, I only have my third baseman staying at, at shortstop. I have my shortstop now playing.
0: Short left, right. Short, short right or short yeah, right. That's ridiculous. Get rid of you – know. you, need, you need to get rid of that. The, I mean, the DH I, needs to be universal. That's, that's absolutely. A, a thousand percent. But you also need to – like, if I'm going to change the game to make the game better, you have to get rid of the six years of, of, of service. The six years of service is the stupidest thing because teams can manipulate that like they mm-hmm. did with Paddock last year. They kept bringing Paddock up and then they would send them right back down. They would keep right. him onto an innings uh, minimum just so they can keep controlling him for more years. That's not fair. I don't like the fact that we'd never get to see big name free agents hit the market. Like some do. Yes. But that's after they played six years and like most of their best years are behind them because people figured them out. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see like more guys hit free agency. I want to see more pitchers hit free agency because the best pitchers never hit it except Garrett Cole because Houston's like I'm not going to pay you $400 million but the Yankees do that mm-hmm. you have to eliminate the luxury tax you have to let players spend you have to let teams spend because it's honestly like we argue Nick with Gabe because he's a Yankees fan we are we can argue with Oscar he's a Yankees fan it's not fair to the market but look at the Phillies look what they're doing they can't spend more money if they ha- imagine if they had an owner who wanted to spend more money but they can't because he doesn't want to go over to luxury tax and then you're, you're just screwed so what's the point of signing these? And this is my whole opinion with with uh, Bryce Harper, with what Shohei's going to get next, and what Trout's going to get. What is the point of signing these guys to $350, $400, dollars million contracts when it ultimately will not land you a World Series? There's no point. You're just keeping them there to sell
2: tickets. So it's like paying a
3: quarterback $45 million a year.
2: Yeah, like it you makes no sense. Way. You can't win that way. And, and, Rich, your, your example of the Angels is perfect because it's a – and we talked I, – I talked about this with Mike and Tom last night. Like, the Angels are the late-night West Coast version of the Phillies. Yeah. They've they got are. a bunch of high price guys at the top of their roster and then not a whole lot of substance afterwards.
0: Right now making like $300 million. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, and then you're going to have to sign Shohei. So Shohei's probably well, going to get like $400 million. He's so still
1: three guys he's
3: making still,
0: over a billion dollars.
3: I think Shohei's still signed for like four more years, Rich.
0: Well, I know, but he's making $300,000. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, they're yeah. going to do something to the point of like, hey, like, I think that's also ridiculous that he's only making $300,000. But what are you going to do? That's the contract. I think but,
3: they had to pay him. They, I think they might have to pay know, I'm going to look it up right now
0: it just it blows yeah. my mind it it honestly it blows my mind that baseball like baseball is dying for just because they don't want to get into the 21st century like that's my opinion they they just don't want to the speed of the game the all right analytics like they need to take analytics out cuz i hate the one like the one reliever per one batter or what they now they change it to the to three guys but it In also chunks up I also think the season's too long. That's just me. Cut it down and have a three-man rotation and let it go that way.
2: Because like, these
0: four or five spot start guys are
2: terrible. But Rich, you need the, the, the White team. Sox are, are a prime example of that. Like, the White Sox are as old school as it gets with Ryan Storff and with Tony La Russa. Yeah, like They kind of threw all the analytics stuff out and was like, no, we're just going to build a good team – with good players, it, it it kind of shines a light on all the reasons why the analytics stuff just doesn't work. It just junks up the game. You're, you're, you're putting a bunch of statistics in terms of launch angles and it, the, the million acronyms that you can throw out there that most people don't actually know what it is, but if yeah. you ask a baseball fan to sit down and watch a game, they don't need to know what launch angles are. They don't need to know what all that other stuff is. That's they awesome. can watch a game and say, hey, listen, that dude can rake. He might be over three that night, but that dude can rake. He's hitting balls into the gap like the analytical stuff has ruined this game.
0: For sure, thousand percent. It slowed the game down to a dull movement of a snail-like like pace, which is ridiculous. Because I'm not spending my Sunday afternoon in 95 degree heat watching the Phillies play. No. a seven hour or a th- I'm just exaggerating, of course. But I'm not having them play a three hour game. I'm sorry, or a four hour game in 95 degree heat. But first, I want I want to answer some questions before we keep going because it's going to be a late episode. Chris wants to know, Don. You watching Shark Week, bud? Who
2: isn't watching Shark Week?
0: I know, dude. Shark Week was is pretty dope.
2: Shark Week is so I so I'm I'm torn between like there's a couple of things that I like about it. I like the the shows about the people that are tracking the sharks and watch them go up and down the coast. Um, but the best part about Shark Week is seeing the breach videos where they have the fake seal dragging behind the boat and they get the sharks to jump out of the water. Like, that kind of stuff is just awesome. It's just cool to watch. It's cool Mm -hmm. to watch because you don't see you don't see that ever in real life.
0: Prince Blue, are you fucking with me? Because, one, I don't eat tuna. (laughs) Anyway. And, two, I don't eat uh, (laughs) Have
1: you guys seen Conspiracy*? Like, I believe that. Like, I totally see that being a thing. I didn't say so You're
3: trying to push that meatless meat now, man.
0: Oh, the Beyond stuff. Ooh. I was looking at
3: the back of the. uh, Bro, it's beef. worse for you than real meat. I was looking at the ingredient list. I'm like, oh, so this this burger has 27 ingredients. I can just eat a ground beef burger that's literally just beef.
2: Just beef. One. All right.
3: <laughs> I'll take the beef burger every day of the week.
2: Bro, beef like beef, salt, pepper, cheese. Yeah, dude. Like I'm not. Ooh, what's your favorite shark?
0: All right, Nick, you answer first.
3: Um. But everyone's not gonna fucking attack me. <laughs> probably,
0: probably the dog uh, shark.
3: Nah, probably uh, the whale shark. shark nurse shark. Sharks. The whale shark's pretty dope, but isn't it, isn't a whale shark? They're like not aggressive, right? No,
0: they're not aggressive. That's like
3: you. I like the little feisty ones. What are they? Nurse sharks.
0: Nurse sharks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they'll get
1: you. Lemon sharks. They'll get you. Oscar, what's your favorite type of shark? There, bud. There's only one type of favorite type of shark. It's a cat shark. It's a cat shark. <laughs> First you guys
2: ever seen it? Let me pull up a picture real quick.
1: <laughs> cat shark. Dumb. Nice. What is your favorite type of shark?
2: Uh, listen, I'm gonna go with the with one that used to freak me out as a kid. The wait, hammerhead wait, wait, a shark. I'm going with the <laughs> hammerhead shark. It's got he's got it's got the big that big long head in the front. It's got oh, the yeah. eyeball on either side. That thing used to freak me out as a kid.
0: They are fucking creepy. Oscar, what were you saying? I had to mute you. What were you saying? There's no such thing as a cat shark?
1: Oh my God, I thought I was actually joking around. but there's it's an actual It's an actual type of shark.
0: There's an actual type of shark
1: called cat shark.
0: I like bull sharks because they are fucking aggressive, and like the thing in Manisquan, New Jersey, like in the uh, early 1900s where those three kids got murdered in the uh, in like the little like uh what is it? What do they call No, it's not even like an inland. It was like a little river, but it wasn't wild. It was a creek, and it was I a guess. bull shark nursing area.
1: Yeah, don't so they? The they Greek go kids got the eaten and they and
0: Yeah, they go they nurse and they uh they breed in fresh water and then they go into salt water. So I always found that magnificent and that story scared the fucking shit out of me. So I had <laughs> to go with that. It was terrifying. Great. Why is Bryce Harper so polarizing? Cuz he has slick back hair, he gets paid 330 million dollars and
3: swings he's sw- he's got a really nice swing but a he's really nice. swing
0: a haters yeah he I, mean, I don't
2: hate the guy I he just, just don't got the think opportunity. he's worth
0: 330 million dollars
2: just think though it's not your money who cares <laughs> he he's got he, he's got the opportunity every time he steps into in the plate like steps up to the plate to hit a ball 450 feet that's all I want to see so him like, do I
3: just right. want to see him be Barry bonds baby and he ain't
1: yeah right well, that's really hard to be though. You have to be on steroids and whatnot.
3: Barry Bonds sold one beat.
1: I don't give a shit about his steroids. He sold one pitch. greatest hysteria. player to
3: ever walk
0: on the earth if they want to be Barry Bonds. I just think Bryce Harper needs to, to sack up and just start hitting more home runs. I'm going to get fucking killed. Now, and I'm just going now, to walk. just going to love it. Rich,
3: with with, with paid like, to hit, like he's I he's know. He did 45 home runs, and he's not doing it. Yeah.
2: Go ahead, Doc. And, and Rich, I, I know a lot of your – narrative is on production right yes so is, is the rbi production a product of this team
0: he hits he, 198 with runners in scoring position he can't hit with runners in scoring position but people want to throw out metrics and analytics and tell me oh his ops is so fucking great that's awesome i love when my guys hit doubles with nobody on base that is the coolest fucking thing that happens but when there's a guy on second base and a guy on third, he can't fucking plate them. This is That's exactly what I pay my guy $26 million for because that's that's essentially what we pay him to do, right, is to just get on base when nobody else is. But when people are on base, we pay him to strike out on really bad pitches or just roll over grounders to the second baseman. Because it's funny, they can't shift when there's a guy on second base or when there's a guy on third, and he, and he still can't plate the runner. So it kind of like boggles my mind. He's been good for the past five games, and I hope he continues. Yeah. It. But he's one of those guys. He, him, and Reese are let's hit some streaks, and then we will just we'll like we'll bat like four eighteen in like two weeks, and then the next two weeks we'll bat like 79.
2: Listen, in, in order for this team to to be in some kind of contention, they're going to need that kind of production from both of those guys. For an extended period of time, in order for them to be able to make a serious move, and I think like I'm at the spot where I'm like hopefully optimistic because I'm like I, I want Red October so bad that I don't I know, give a sh- like I don't give a shit if I know that they don't have the pitching if they don't have the bullpen if they like I I don't care I don't care at this point I want to see playoff baseball, we have oh, the, the longest active streak of missing the playoffs. I'm in a spot where I'm like, you know what? I know that the, the back end of their bullpen is, it sucks. I know that their relief pitching can be hit and miss. I know that their defense sucks, but I still want playoff baseball, so I still want them to do well. That's why I feel like they they need to either like they need to pick a lane they need to buy or sell but if they're gonna buy they're probably going to be using chips of players that are on the team now because they don't have anything in the farm system to, to, to barter with. What's hey, on this saw.
3: what's on this team that's really any good that you want to keep
0: wheeler and that's, that's pretty it. much
3: it. I, w- I would literally trade everybody on this team except for Zach Wheeler.
0: You can't – yeah, if you – but here's the thing. If you trade Zach – if you trade Wheeler, you have to trade Nola because essentially Nola is just going to fizzle out into nothing because there's nobody else. I think you just – you literally sell – I'm saying if you, have, if you sell Nola.
3: You sell everybody.
0: You sell everybody because yeah. it just tells you that's what don't, you have to do. You I mean, can't – I'm hand not hand. keeping Zach Wheeler so he just pitches – like he's, he can't beat the ground. He can't be the Phillies version of DeGrom. No, not at all. But, Nick, this is a good question for you. Can the Phillies scout? Or are they still stuck on American players?
3: They've made, they've made changes there. I mean, they have spent money in the international scouting pool. Have they done enough of it? Probably not. There's a couple teams that we know every year that do a really good job international scouting and just developing anyway, which are like the teams that have less money. Um, which I've been saying, Rich knows for a long time. If the Rays are so good at developing and drafting, pluck from their team, pull their head of scouting, pay him double. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, on, right. he's like, I'm making five million. I'm making two million dollars. Okay, here's four, bro. Here's
1: five. Here's five. I don't give a shit.
3: Yeah, and I'll pay for your travel, and you can eat for free on my dime. I'll give you a card because we need to, um, you know, do what what they're doing with our budget. We'd be unstoppable, but. Uh, to Do you that know question?
0: what happened to the, the Phillies International Scout a few years ago? So the Phillies International yeah. Scout a few years ago was taking money. So he was saying to the Phillies, hey, I'm signing this guy to $25,000. I'm giving him a bonus. He would give the guy 10 and keep 15. But then also he was giving money to 15-year-old kids. So by the time they got to 18, these guys weren't even in baseball shape anymore because they had a bunch of money. He, this guy screwed the pooch so bad for the Phillies that it took like three years for him to get fired that? because nobody checked on him. Exactly. They just were like, okay, this guy's doing it. He did it for three years. He stole he just, money.
3: So like it's answer,
0: ridiculous.
3: To answer the question of can they scout um, no. Prince blue? The answer is that in baseball, it's different than basketball and football. It takes time to be able to have that answer. Yeah. So we'll know in two years, whether or not they can scout now. So Panetta. all these guys that they drafted and signed free agency in the international pool, in two years, if any of them are good.
0: I love you, Panetta. I agree. Then,
3: I then it would be worth it. But I always – it's just like uh, there was a kid that was – their first-round pick, like the kid Painter. He's got really good stuff. Pedro Martinez likes some. I'm like, okay, cool. Pedro said he's got the best arm in the, in the draft. I'm like, that's great. Pedro says that. But my first initial thought was, what, how will we ruin this kid too now?
0: Like, and then why are we, like, are we drafting a high school arm?
3: No, right. I don't have a problem with drafting high school arms because college arms have more miles on them. And in college, they'll they'll throw you 100. Like, I watched the kid from Ole Miss. He threw, like, 130 pitches in a game. They don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, I get it. So it's like, I don't care about that. But then there was, like, an outfielder that they were like, oh, they should have taken him. And I'm like, well, we did a really good job drafting outfielders lately. So let me. I'm really going to trust them to draft the outfielder. No. And then I said, listen, he can go to the team after us, and I'm sure that he'll have a better career because the team after us will do a better job at developing him. <laughs> Um, putting him in the right environment, coaching him the right way, yeah. getting, you know, not messing with his swing like they did when Kapler got here. So, oh, speaking of this, the young phenom. I think I told you, Rich, that over I think it was a three-year span, we had the number one pick in baseball, yeah. the number one pick <laughs> in basketball, we had the number two pick in hockey, right? Yeah. And then what? What was the other one? And then we had a. Uh, I think I think that was it.
0: Yeah, Moniac. It so we uh, took Siniak, so you know, Markel
3: Fultz, and, and Nolan, Nolan Patrick. Nolan Patrick.
0: <laughs> All three are absolute scrubs. Laughable. Yeah, so, That's a good question by Mike. Would you bring back Cole Hamels, Don, for down the stretch? Lots of smoke there. They're going to watch him pitch. No. He's like, still playing?
2: Why not? Like, no, he's not. not No, he's doing,
0: no. A, he's doing a showcase.
2: He's doing a showcase. Oh, oh, is he, he I mean, what, more? Probably not. What, what's the – I mean – could he be worse than what they've are what what they already have?
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: Right? Could no, he it be could just, worse?
0: He, he, no. He could just. Could it be more worse? No. But could it be as worse? Yes. He's yeah. a, he hasn't played. But it's, at least he's it,
3: Cole Hamels and he's not mad it, more.
2: It, oh, it's yeah, we it's, we it's a it, no though. lose. Like in my eyes, that's that's a no lose. No, you have to do it. You honestly have like to do it. I don't even need to pitch. It's pretty good. Yeah. You For have it. to entertain that as an option because of how bad the guys at the back end of this rotation are it can't possibly be worse than what they already have.
3: You guys know Vince Velasquez is 29 already.
0: Is he?
3: I have no idea what this
0: beer is because it doesn't have a label on it and it's not good. So I'm just gonna put that back over
3: I'm looking at at the Phillies payroll right now and it's just like so like you're paying you're paying Matt Moore three million dollars for what?
0: to do nothing because he's not even pitching. You know what? I'm done with this. Let's get to some fun stuff. Yeah, we
1: don't want to talk these, about this.
0: Yeah, anymore. fuck these guys. All right. Oscar, <laughs> whatever one you want to pick, dude. Whatever one you want to pick.
1: Because like, I'm pretty sure I was picking a lot of like these comments and you just kept on going over down. Weird. No,
0: these are great comments. No, I, I like it, but I'm saying I don't want to fucking talk about the negative Phillies anymore. All right, here we
1: go. Start with the first one that I saw actually. This is interesting. Is this all time or current? Let's go all the time. Who, who your favorite? All right, but hold on. Does rock – because rock's, like, the overarching, like – Oh, my band. God. We're going to fucking dive pick, deep into this. We're going to blow minds. You can minds.
3: pick the, sub, the sub <laughs> category. Just pick your band. As long as they're, they're not – Pass rapping, the doobie, bro. <laughs> right, go, go, go.
1: Pass right, the go. doobie. Okay, okay. I'll
0: figure it out. Whoever you want to say, what's your favorite rock group? No one's going to be mad at you. You pick an alt group, you pick a grunge group, you pick a hardcore group. Whatever you listen to. Christian rock. I know that's Oscar's favorite.
1: Yeah, Nickelback well, and shit. That Nickelback is the other one. Creed? Kings <laughs> Leon. You know that Christian. Man. Kings of Leon? They're Christian? They're Christian. Yeah, they used to be, dude.
0: Well, they made a song called Sex on Fire. Is that about, like, the devil coming out of your penis? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> not deep,
3: not deep, not deep. <laughs> Sex
2: sure. on Fire! The devil. <laughs> It's like, oh, my God, Um, I just just blew it. It That's an
3: AFC version. (laughs)
0: That's so good. So, Oscar, how about you answer first? We'll go Oscar, Nick, Don, and then myself. Go ahead, Oscar. Let's see. Rock.
1: Not Japanese
0: uh, rock, no anime rock, like legit rock.
1: No, wait, hold on. Why doesn't? I mean, <laughs> Japanese rock band. Why wouldn't that be okay? Like it says, rock, like a freaking title. Some,
2: K, some K-pop rock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was the K-pop band like GSI yeah. or whatever? If if you want to, that's all you.
2: Yeah, 100, 100, your, your oh, favorite God,
1: rock group. They're really popular. So, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have to really think about this, but like at the end of the day, like I don't want to say a punk band because I guess it's not really rock, but they kind of are rock. It just punk rock works too. Whatever you want, Oscar. But it's more like pop punk. You know what I mean? So is that exactly. Oh, no, no, no. I was to say, uh, they're called the Urge. It's a New Jersey band.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Oscar. That was that was fantastic. <laughs> Nick, um, what's what's your favorite rock group?
1: Uh, I don't know Jeez. if I can say. Well, yeah, what is anime rock? i like, <laughs> what, it? Up for.
3: <laughs> never,
1: I mean, all right, anime rock is like that type of rock that plays while Goku's- You'll <laughs> oh, oh okay. And it's like just-
3: You b- know b- b- funny b- is that- b- I- you know, when you go down rabbit holes on YouTube, Oscar, and there was like, I was watching, there was this dude that was like playing piano, and he's disgusting. He plays like out in public, and he was playing like anime theme songs, and he was just ripping. And like people knew who it was. I'm like, I never heard a song before in my life, but this dude's killing on a piano. That's all I know.
1: Ooh, I want to see that video. Nick, um, what's your favorite?
3: This is, this is tough. So I don't know if I can just pick one. So I'll go with Allison Chains. Metallica, okay, and Incubus.
0: I like it. Whoa, I like it.
3: Those would be my it. three, but there's like, there's so I probably named 10 that I'm like, I, I listen to them all the time. I just
0: didn't want to do like a top 10 thing because we'll be Shit. here for like two o'clock in the morning, just, just it. it'll be just be nuts. Don, who do you have, brother?
2: All right, so I'm gonna go kind of back to high school for me. I remember lifting in the McDevitt weight room and listening to endless albums of Led Zeppelin. Okay, rock band of all time. Of course. Considering You're considering the, the the catalog of music that they've produced over the entirety of their career, um, to me, you can kind of go to any album and cherry pick three or four songs off of Absolutely. any album, and I like,
3: I like it. That's Chase Utley's walkout song for his entire career. Casimir,
0: baby.
2: Yeah. Um, and then, you know, to go a little bit more current, like I love Pearl Jam's catalog. Their their catalog love of love of it. new uh, of of stuff that Adam.
3: Yeah, Pearl Jam's just, got one of theirs. They're one of those bands you can just put on, and there's not a bad song in their catalog. No, no,
2: there's not a bad song, so you're good. Either way.
3: Here comes what? Let's, let's see. Rich going to go to left field
1: today.
2: Woo! Here we go, Rich.
1: We Where are we
0: we already know, baby. 311, baby. 311 all day. Yeah, Favorite rock group all time. 311. Love them. Not a bad song on any of their albums, except From Chaos is a little jumpy and a little hardcore. Saw them live, them.
3: We saw them live and they sound exactly the same. Dude, they sound. That's why, that's why I love Incubus, dude. They sound exactly the same. Yeah, A live. band
0: that you can watch that sounds the same in, per album. Jamie said, stop with the lighter. Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> Appreciate you, babe. <laughs> probably like I'm going to light my beard on fire. That would f- suck for Friday. Yeah. Like, 311. Uh, I love Slipknot. Always, always can rock with some Slipknot. Like no matter what time of day. Used to fall asleep with Slipknot in my Most
3: Pulse, Pulse of the Maggots. That's where most of the Maggots.
0: Nah, I wish. Nah, if I had to pick a theme song from them, it would probably be
3: <sighs> not duality, man.
0: Nadwale, it's a it's a per, it's a perfect song, but it would probably be. Oh I really like Vermilion, and then I like good Psychosocial, where Sulfur is a good song. Which
3: literally is Psychosocial, Oscar. You can agree to that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty much, am Psychosocial, <laughs> and if I had to choose, like, like legit all time besides 311, Corn Adam Corn is great. Stained, I'm um, not really. I've had one album from them, but if I had to go, Allison Alice Allison Chains is perfect with Lane Staley.
1: Not, Rich's, not, Rich's not favorite post. band.
3: Rich's real favorite band, Don, is Nirvana. Okay, we've had this discussion. Shut the fuck up. I, I, hate hate I
1: hate Nirvana. What you What'd you say? You want to admit it? Yeah, you, you love, like you. I know you listen to them by yourself. Because. I hate Nirvana.
2: Like I know you. Do.
1: I am. I love grunge music. So, hey, so I'm going
0: to tell you, Don. This is how I picture Nirvana. Nirvana is the builder of the table. Right. They built a table, four legs, A thing to eat on, unstained piece of wood. But everybody else made it better. Allison Chains made grunge better. Foo Fighters made grunge better. Just any any grunge band made grunge I mean, better. Nirvana was the at that
3: time. I mean, Pearl Jam was. They started out grunge. So that's when uh, Soundgarden yeah. came
0: out. Like Sound, all that. Oh my god, Soundgarden, like all great bands. Lincoln Park, RIP to some to some greats. But
2: Bur- Rich, think think about this though. You you could say that a, about a a lot of the genres of music that there were a lot of people at the beginning stages that kind of built the structure that other people just kind of took and kind of ran with it. Like you can say the same kind of thing about like a Grandmaster Flash, Mm -hmm. right? And the Furious Five and, and that, and what they built in that DJ underground scene in... In the early part of the you know, the, the late the, in that mid to late seventies. But then yeah. all of those other New York-based rappers kind of all just took all that and just kind of ran with it. Well,
0: that's the thing. It's like you can look and see what like run DMC did, but then you can see what like mm-hmm. leader leaders of the new school and a tribe called Quest. You could see what like all these guys build up. And then and you U-Tang saw Wu Tang did
1: and, and Wu
0: Tang did. And see what all these guys created that just made every like, but these are I'm I'm saying these guys were. Like, yes, innovators, but at their time, they were the best out. Nirvana was never the best band out. The only reason why Nirvana is good is because Kurt Cobain was a psycho and Courtney Love killed him. That's the only reason why. If, if, If he never died, I don't think they would have reached the level of success that they had.
3: It's just because they, cur- they basically they're viewed as the creators of the whole genre of music, Rich.
1: That's well here's right. the thing, that, yeah. I mean Rich, they kind of had the album sale before he even died though. Okay. And yeah, they, were, they were considered like literally the best band at that time. Like a lot of there's a lot of magazines that were saying that when he was alive.
3: Yeah, I, no, listen, I, I I agree Give with me. what Oscar's saying, but like from Rich's from Rich's point of view, Oscar, he's saying like if you listen to the song lyrics and then listen to like yeah. Alison Chains, who was at the exact same time, Lane Staley had a better voice and he was a better songwriter. So it's like
0: a thousand percent.
3: The sound, the sound is similar because it's the same style of music. There's pain and like fuck the system, like Rage Against the Machine when they first came out. Fuck the system, you know we're gonna you know we're gonna do what we want. Like Soundgarden at that movie. time
0: had better lyrics. Like tell me. You read the lyrics to "Rate Me," Lithium smells like Teen Spirit, or any of the songs that he wrote.
1: Lithium's bad. They,
0: they make no, but they make no fucking sense.
1: It's gibberish. You know, lithium Man, is. It's bipolar medicine. I not- know what lithium is. I'm saying it. The fucking lyrics. It's literally no fucking point of the song.
3: <laughs> Rich is gonna go upstairs and take some
0: lithium right now. I'm about else. to go to Oscar's house, whoop some lithium in his ass. So Dude, I'm
1: gonna
2: do it feels so good. You have no idea, bro. God, so Rich. At the same time. Lyr- lyrically, y- yes, you could you could say the same culture. thing about a lot of the. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to that same genre. You could say the same thing about a lot of the current R&B rap music oh, right terrible. now. What is It's terrible. It's, it's, terrible. it's goofy. That, shit. It's goofy as fuck.
0: You know, know it, it, it,
2: uh, I don't Oscar, know.
0: Transition to favorite rapper. Do we have that? Do we have favorite rapper? Well, we, we can talk that. about this right now. We need to talk about favorite. I know people
1: want to hear my favorite rappers. Dylon, <laughs> Dylon,
0: Dylon, Oscar Dylon. Just gonna,
1: like, gonna be
3: up there going 21, 21. <laughs> 21 Savage. It's Dylon. There's twenty-one. I rhyme uh, and I You want to talk about favorite rappers?
1: We about us, Oscar. Here we go. Yeah. I was gonna say Does Bad Bunny count as a rapper? Yeah. 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 What? What the yeah. fuck does he not? He raps. He's a trap artist. I you know, It's that's different. You know. Oh
3: Jesus! I like Christ. the, one, the one song, Oscar, that I listened to. I'm telling you, the Otra Noche in Miami. That song's fire. so yeah. oh, good, yeah. I don't understand anything, but it just
0: sounds like far. I, I mean, want Don to give me his 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 five his top five rappers
2: of all time. Right. Top, okay. top five of all time. So are we going you you want me to go five to one or one to five? One to five. One to five.
3: No, you mean you want to start best to worst? Or you best you to worst.
2: Work? Best to worst.
3: Oh, okay. Best all to right. worst.
2: All right, so so for me, one is Biggie. I I just I learned so much man, about the man. culture, um, and, and his delivery and his intensity. Um, Tupac, DMX, Eminem, and Snoop.
0: Ooh, dark Man up there, I like that. Yeah, Snoop it was, it was first All album right. underrated too. Yeah, it, it was. Yes, I a thousand percent agree. Let's I'm go, just- Oscar. Because I, I want to, I want Nick to go. I want Nick to go second to last. Oscar, who you got? Your five best.
1: Don, that's a good list. That's a good list. All right, five best. you yeah, all gonna hate me, but it's gonna be Tupac. number one. Tupac yeah. number
0: five or number one? Tupac's number one. Okay, Gemini. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> is you it? Is it one, oh, hold
3: on. Is this best or is it just favorite of all time? It's
0: favorite. Favorite.
3: Okay. Okay. All right. All yeah, right. there we go. That's what that, I think. That, that changes my that, list, Rich.
0: I know it does. I know. Yes,
3: and favorite are two different things.
0: I know, but we're just going with it because I like this conversation.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go with Tupac, 21 Savage, because, you know, he doesn't love 21. hasn't released a bad song ever.
0: Why you got 12 cars when you
1: only <laughs> – oh, Why <laughs> you got six cars when you got the you know? When yeah. he bought six more in other songs, so. I got to coming. You guys are going to ride. Mm-hmm. Then we got fabulous, you know, the oh. I like funeral fab. Funeral fab. Mm-hmm. Funeral fab so, is just shocking. So,
2: so when so flashback, when I used the when I was working for the Atlantic City Surf as the grounds crew taking care of the field, when I would cut the grass, that was the album that I listened to. The funeral it's fab, mixtape? No the 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 original I think it was one of the first albums he put out. Hollaback album? I love that. Yes. <laughs> love it. Go ahead doc. Great or, album. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, down. that was a, that was an insane oh, that was a great cool. album. Go ahead Oscar.
1: We got, uh, we got Fabulous but then after that it kind of gets weird. I guess Bad Bunny has to go in there. I love listening to him. Okay. And um then I don't even know number 5. I mean, I like listening to a lot, but I probably have to give it to um Wow, I think I'm going to give it to Jada Kiss. Okay,
3: Oscar is New York heavy, bro. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't. I'm surprised he didn't mention his boy, Sean Poe.
1: I didn't. I, you know, the thing is that Jada Kiss actually jumped ahead of Sean Poe as of recently. He has a better catalog, though. He does. He does exactly. That's that's, that's literally the only reason. Well, more than one Jada.
0: reason. I'm not cocky. I'm confident. I so mean, tell me I'm the best. It's a compliment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My shit. I love Jada, Nick. Let's hear it. Let's hear right. it. Nick Scott. Nick Scott. I like Nick's. I like Nick's. So can we go.
3: include groups in this? Yes, of course you right. can. So this is five to one, or am I starting with my – with Whatever uh, you
0: want. You say five, one, whatever the fuck you want. All
3: right. So there's – I'll just do them. So Army of the Pharaohs is and in Number there. five? They're just in my uh, – they're not numbered. Number one okay. is numbered. That's it. Army right. of the Pharaohs.
0: Make a threat. Um, you're hardly a scarecrow. We'll back Mandale.
3: This is tough, man. Um, I don't even know if I can get it down to a list, bro. This is crazy. Uh, Little Wayne, you didn't think I like Little Wayne? I love Little Wayne. Back <laughs> I in the day,
0: Little Wayne. Back in the
3: day, Little Wayne. I know. Um
0: three, Wheezy Bad. You nah, know, really. Uh, tech. Um, nine. Tech. You really? Got the in there. to put really? the Nina in there.
3: Um, DMX is probably my top five, I and like number it. one is. People always think I'm weird, but Kanye is number one to me.
1: I love Kanye too. Okay,
3: I didn't see that coming, dude. Oh, Kanye. not at all. Kanye is the most intelligent hip hop per- person ever to live. I agree, hundred percent. Like his beat 100%. catalog is second to none. Like Rich, his beat catalog is up there with DJ. No, Peter. no. So, so stop it, stop it. So you're talking producer Kanye? No, no, no. I'm talking about his rap. So his albums like College Dropout.
0: Yeah, uh, All those produced. that he produced, that of, he produced. Uh, yeah, he produced, but he produces for but that's what I'm saying. But he, yeah, he no, he's I'm saying he's a top three producer, him, oh. Jay Dilla, and, and uh, Preem. Yeah, the, i do not say he's up. a top
3: five rapper, but he's my favorite
0: rapper. Oh, yeah, he's your favorite rapper, which is fine. Yeah, yeah he's if he's your favorite rapper, but yes, he's a top three producer in my eyes, him, Jay Dilla, and and, Preem.
3: and I think Preem. he I think he became my favorite mm-hmm. the more I listen to him because I drive so much for work just because of how yeah. creative he is. No, he is, and I'm like. Yeah, he's not like if you know, if you're talking about best, you got to talk about lyrical ability. He's not in that, he's not in the same category as Nas, no, right. or yeah, you know, or you know, Big E or Big Pun, all them guys. But his creative creativeness puts him on that list, you know. I'm there,
0: I'm to do my heartless foot dance.
2: Be so heartless,
0: such good times. All right, I'll give you my five. So I'm gonna there's, go with
3: gonna be, there's, let's see if, if Don knows, uh. There's going, to be, there's going to be a left field entry. There, oh, there's
0: going to be a left field. There's going to be a left field. So I'm going to put MF Doom at five. You got to put the Doom. There's, touch him lyrically, I dare you. I feel
3: like Oscar would like MF Doom. I don't know if Oscar MF Doom. is Doom. great. I actually
1: never really got into him. So. Dude, you
0: have to. One beer. He's got Victor Vaughn, uh, King, Gahydra, you know, and, and cool. MF Doom. He's got three personalities. Sure. And he'll tell you which one is which at the beginning of the song. Yeah, he's not
3: he's, uh, yeah, he he's, did he
0: did a lot of good stuff R I P MF Doom Um number four I'm probably gonna put probably put Ace Rock put Aesop Rock in there because he's just I
3: knew that was coming too
0: dude he's one of the most lyrical out of Brooklyn like you can't fuck with my big six six Jewish dude he's he's the man and he skateboards fucking love Aesop Rock. Uh number three, I'm gonna put Hove because I just I, I definitely think Hove is there for me. Uh, number two, Tech Nina. I gotta put I gotta put Tech Nine in there. And then number one, I gotta go nickel, dude. I gotta go Royce. You nine. give me any bar exam. And That's not me- the one
3: from left field. The, the ASAP no. rock one A$AP I knew. ASAP Rock
0: and probably MF Doom are, are gonna be from left field, but I like the underground scene. But I don't think anybody touches Royce Royce? Royce. Royce will
3: just destroy you. To me, he's at the he's in like the top five best ever. But he's not, oh, yeah. like I like him. I like him more in Slaughterhouse than I do by himself. I don't know why. That's just me.
0: He is. He's so. It's and the funny thing is his albums, not so like not so much. But his mixtapes, every single bar exam, is so fucking good. Like yeah, well, I'll then, kill. I'll kill you with is Like a Hova album. And then like how like, many? Uh,
3: how many? Uh, like you listen to all the Slaughterhouse catalog. The ha- percentage of him having the best verse on those songs has got to be sixty five percent. And all it's, four of those guys can rap very well.
0: Yeah, I was I, we, I was thinking about that the other day when I was listening. I was I'm like, I'm like Joel Joel Ortiz. I'm like, yeah. I'm like King Crooked. I'm like Crooked Eye is just so good. Royce, and then I think the most overhyped one was Button. Yeah, Button is just an absolute shit bag of a person.
3: Well, that's just not how he doesn't fit the style that they rap because no. like Crooked Eye can just like Royce can. They can go fast. They can go slow. They can mix it in. Um
0: I'm I not would... mad. I'm not mad at Mike saying that he thinks Jay Z is overrated. But if you try to touch him lyrically, he's a guy that you really can't.
3: Well, older Jay Z. Old, old, I was going to say no, old, yeah. before. Old. Oh
1: yes,
0: yes. I'm saying before Magna Carta. I was at the Philly concert before Beyonce. Jay-Z.
3: I would say exactly before Beyonce. Yeah. Before you know what's Beyonce. wild?
2: One, one of my one before, of my favorite was good too. It was good. like Rich. I got to be honest. I I you just gave me a little bit of research to do because a lot of your list I have never, I've never heard of. So,
0: Rock, you can go daylight. You can go none shall pass. You can go. He's, got, uh, he's
3: a really good storyteller too. He's like uh, a storytelling rap. If you're not going okay. to type of rap, you won't like it. Like if you like, which Don, I don't, I don't see you being like the kids that like the just the beats and just like making no sense. You know what I mean? Because you like Biggie and that stuff. So
0: yeah,
3: um, but and like
0: is very good one beer yeah. is a great song but like
3: the yeah. tech nine tech nine is he's got a very wide range too because he yeah. can absolutely if he just wants to rip a song he can
0: but he'll also put out he's Part he has almost team. 30 studio albums in about 16 years yeah so his catalog is very extensive and sometimes it gets hard to follow depending on what mood that he's in what he's cool.
3: and his craft he's is incredible too
0: oh yeah he's he's one of the best like he has, definitely
3: he has like collaboration albums that he put out with like rappers that are on his label and some other guys, like he's on a little Wayne song. He's like he's starting to get more popular now, but like he's he's in his forties now, so it's just crazy that he's popular now. He's like an old man now.
0: The funniest thing that Mike that you're saying is a lot of hate in the rap community. I I believe you're you're talking about MF Doom. No, so he's saying
3: NF. N F is a rapper, Rich.
0: Oh, who's the fuck's NF?
3: He's a white dude.
0: Oh, I have no idea who the fuck is. he's nowhere because
3: uh, no, I thought I, I was talking
0: am. about MF because I had a good MF Doom story that I think yeah. everybody would enjoy. MF Doom took partake his uh, like a persona where he's always he's the mad villain. So and that's one of his CDs is the Mad Villain. So if you if you look at him, he, he had these things called Doom Bots where he would always be in the crowd at his concerts. You would never know when he's going to get on stage. He would walk up and he would spit. But sometimes he'd have a doom bot at the concert where he'd hand somebody his mask cuz so nobody would knew who his face was cuz nobody saw him since like 1989. Yeah. So somebody would go on stage and they would play doom set and the guy would be rapping it and then they would boo the fuck out of this guy cuz they're like that's not fucking MF doom. So people would get so fucking pissed but he would be in the crowd the whole time. Oh, so yeah. you had to watch out if you're getting like a doom bot or if you were really getting MF doom that's how he got like such a cult following and people started following them, like, Oh shit. Like, are we really getting doom? Or is it a doom bot? Like imagine going to a concert and waiting for a guy to get on stage and it not being the guy that you paid for. And you're just like, fuck this shit. But yeah, still you out concert, have a great time. I'd be so fucking it's, angry. Yeah. But
3: it's it's like, going. uh, it's those guys, man. Like, like that's how they get the following. Like Don, I don't know if you ever heard of army of the Pharaohs, but they're most of those guys, that's like a collaboration group too. It's a bunch of famous rappers that have their, like Jedi Montricks, prior to Jedi Montricks. They're from Philly. Jedi Montricks with a bunch of other rappers. Okay. They got. So Apti Most of them are Philly guys.
0: Apathy's one of the best. He's from Connecticut. And he got seven, seven uh, L and ES Esoteric. They're from up there. They do. Outer they space actually. From Philly. Yep, Outer space. King size. Space. Um, self-titled from Tampa Bay. Probably yeah. one of the best pound for pound punchline guys. Uh, Subtitled. Uh, he's he's gonna gonna murder anybody ever,
3: ever. We'll
0: we'll talk we'll talk after the show because I don't want to say some of the some of the things he says because they're great. <laughs> Black Thought is a, a fantastic rapper. Absolutely, I love rapper. fantastic rapper. He he's definitely he's in my top five of best overall. I was just giving my my favorite, but Black Thought is dude another guy you can't touch on the mic. No, so let's go to because this is fun. I really enjoy. I will talk rap music all day, but let's keep it going. So let's go. Nick started off. What movie or show would you like to see rebooted?
3: Well, they're actually doing, they tried to do, well, they were talking about the sons of anarchy remake the reboot before, like when they talked about oh. thought that's
0: a prequel. That's a prequel. Okay. Now I'm um, talking about reboot a show that was made. No prequels, no sequels, um, a show that you liked or something that you didn't like that you want to see re- be made again. Oscar, no anime.
3: See, this is the thing, though. I don't, I don't like redoing shows because if it's a really
0: good show, I feel like you're just going to fuck it up. Well, I'm saying, we'll pick a fucking terrible show that you would like to see made better that you, that you liked but everybody else hated or a movie.
3: Uh, I don't know. Come back to me. Don. I to think about right. it.
2: So I got to. So oh, okay, the, the first one that I thought about was Coach. Like, I love the idea of okay. going back and – cool. The, just doing the 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 sitcom version of pick a pick a college sport and and he's got to interact with with anybody and everybody on campus. Okay. Um, the second one that I thought about. so I grew up so spending the afternoons at my grandparents when I would come home and what was on ESPN classic at the time was the antique home run derby show in black and white there was like and it was it was my introduction to like my grandfather's players so like it it was ernie banks and it was uh willie mays and they're they're at wrigley field and they it literally is just home run derby but it's just the two of them um (laughs) just seeing something like like you know, them rebooting that and having like a year long kind of competition where they kind of go back and forth, whether it's, you know, whenever you come to this particular stadium, you you take your round and then they have some kind of Battlestar Galactica tournament at the end that where they kind of all just go head to head. I don't know. Just something fun like that. That would be like, it It was, it was, you know, you know me, I'm nostalgic. So it was something that like, you are, that you are. I, no.
0: that you are. I,
2: oh, it's one of my, <laughs> one of my downfalls, but I, I remember like that was my introduction to like all of the guys that my grandfather watched. So we would sit there and watch it. And he would tell me stories and it was, it was just a cool thing. But I thought that would be a cool thing to, to kind of do with a lot of the players now
0: i like it oscar what show or movie what do you want to bring back
2: there's only one show that needs to be rebooted and
1: what game of
0: thrones. thrones that's it agreed agreed that was what
3: i just was thinking about too i'm like damn, agreed. they should go back and read
2: well, even should. if they went even if they just went back into the last fucking season
1: no even season five season five was atrocious too people forget. i agree no i agree i agree so oscar has better
3: knowledge on this than most people because he read every book so he understands okay like because we used to always ask him like yo is this what ha-? i said one time he was like, and, no. like, and i think when we got to season five oscar you were like i don't know bro none of this shit is happening the way it did in the book so i don't even know what's gonna happen
1: the craziest part like to this day they literally just took away magic magic didn't exist in this world after season four and it was just like this our is way we-
0: our first podcast died
1: I <laughs> yeah, yeah. stop talking about this. Like, I, I could go on about this, but it's just like, it was just like, so dumb. Have you gone back and
3: rewatched it since the last time you watched it? Like, have you tried?
1: Yeah, so I actually did rewatch it, and season one amazing. No wonder everybody was hooked. Season two, even better. Uh, Battle of Blackwater, freaking nuts. Yeah. Season three was like the pinnacle, you know, the red wedding and everything. Season four was great, but the problem with season four was they – had to start going into Dorne and Euron Greyjoy um, only because that would set up Euron Greyjoy more instead of him just appearing out of anywhere. Because he's essentially a god. He controls the wind and Kraken, so he could like kill anybody at any second on the But city. that didn't happen in the show. Yeah, and it's like the dumbest thing in the world. Like, What the freak? Like, How did that not put one of the coolest things in the whole book? Like That's some bullshit. Yeah,
3: yeah like, that would have made the show. People would have been like, "Yo, yeah, this is dope.
1: Yeah, like imagine the dude who's like, his ship is... Uh, Basically, rode by mutes, and he, like, he, they can't communicate with him. So, how did they communicate? Oh, because he's a freaking god. He, like, he knows how to tell He's, he's basically the evil brand in the books. That's he can it.
3: speak to them telepathically, basically. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. All right,
3: Nick. If I didn't read the book, I would have no idea because in the show, that doesn't even happen at all.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Which, like you said, if they went back and just redid the stuff, they went back to that point after season three. And in season four, they said, "You know what? We're going to introduce him, and we're going to really make him fucking badass, like he's supposed to be."
1: Yeah, exactly. Then
3: people be like, "Damn, the show's even better, bro. The show is just." Yeah. And then they could kind of probably go the path. So, didn't they? Isn't he working on more books right now? Apparently, he's
1: still working on the, he's working like on eight shows and the books, and the,
3: he's just too much. So that so the, when the show actually ended, is that how the books ended, or no?
1: No, we're still on book five. There's seven books.
3: So then why'd the show even end then?
1: Yeah, it's that's kind of the reason why they were
3: spending it. a ton of money on
1: each yeah, yeah. it's
3: crazy. Yeah, I love that show, but it's like it's when good. you don't if you didn't read the books, like you know, you would have a different affinity for it, obviously. Yeah. Like, oh, it's pretty sick, but then like I wanna I wanna fucking see Krakens and shit, dude.
1: That'd have been dope.
0: I would like to see monsters. Like, I'm a big fan <laughs> of monsters. I mean, the dragons, were,
1: the dragons are sick. The Track White Walkers in the books—they use spiders, giant ice spiders instead of horses. Like, how cool would that have been to see? have than dope. I would have been. They like, didn't have the budget for it, obviously. Yeah.
3: You immediately you see a giant ice spider and a dude on a, a fucking White Walker, like a zombie army all on spiders. You're like, yeah, bro, we just give up, bro. Yeah, we like, we just gonna we gonna be in your
0: army now. That's it. Might <laughs> is, <might laughs> just be tripping me out. Nick,
3: what do you want? Yeah. All right, I'll just say my favorite show ever. Just they need to go back and redo the finale of Sopranos. Okay. So it is the best show ever written. You can't <laughs> argue with me about that because it's fucking incredible. So then the only reason why I have a problem with the last episode is because they kind of rushed it when they, you know, what they, you guys have all seen Sopranos? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, at the end when... uh
0: Fucking spoiler alert, Nick. Thanks, bud.
3: You never know, bro. People, I, saw, <laughs> I, didn't, see, I, saw,
0: I didn't see the last two I saw, minutes.
3: It, I saw it late, and then I watch it like three times, like every year. I Watch it all the time. <laughs> so the last episode, they kill off. Uh, God damn it! I can't. I was just talking about him too. The uh, the guy that takes over the other family from Johnny Sack. Okay. So yeah, they kill know. him off, and then at the end, like they did all this in one episode. You know, it got kind of escalated fast. And I'm like, yo, it's going to be a lot of action, but I want them to spread it out so we can get like a full definitive ending. And then it just ends with Tony and his family sitting at the restaurant diner. And then people it just literally blacks out and people are like, oh, no, he gets killed. You can tell. But then I was reading it. And apparently he said that, you know, um, apparently they did like they filmed another. They filmed that same scene for like a commercial that never aired. And it showed that like he said that the real way it was written that they didn't show because the director wanted people to be on a cliffhanger. Like we're not sure what happens. You can decide whether or not you think Tony dies or not. You think that this apparently he doesn't get killed and he goes into, there's one, one theory that he goes into witness protection with his family because he was, he just like gets out of the life and he wants, he doesn't want, he wants better for his kids who knows. Or there's one that's just as like, he just, uh, he doesn't get killed and that's it. Like that's just the way, way it ends. Like, He's just in the diner with his family, and the business just goes on as usual. But now he's got control of everything. So I don't know. Just redo it and tell me specifically what the
2: fuck happens. Not to worry I'm, about and it.
0: That sometimes you need specifics. Like I, I do. I am not mad about that. Um,
2: Nick, are you in on the on the the prequel with his kid? Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a, pretty
3: dope, especially because James Gandolfini's son is playing him, right. he's playing soprano. So um, it's a good kid. Like John, John Bernthal's in it. Rich likes John Bernthal. Yep. I I do you like, like John, John Bernthal? Bernthal. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good. But I, I honestly thought it was gonna be a series. Like that was the initial talks, and then I saw I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a movie. I'm like, it's gonna be good because it's gonna be a movie. So hopefully there's a lot of stuff to be jam-packed. But I was really hoping for like another, just they probably didn't want to sign on for a series because it could if you have a good first series, then HBO's like, Well, we're gonna fucking we're gonna make money off this, let's just keep running it. Right. So they probably just want to do something quick, you know, give me a two hour movie. It'll be fine. It's going to be good. They said they I saw some trailers. It looks good. So
0: I if I, yeah, it does. It looks good. I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask myself, what movie would I like to see would be uh, Street Fighter? This movie was terrible, but I would like to see actually a good Street Fighter movie. That's just that makes me,
3: off the game, right?
0: Yeah. Off the game. Like there's like eight games. Like how do you make a terrible movie off it and then never do it again? They're rebooting Mortal Kombat, which looks pretty like I like the last Mortal Kombat movie. I thought it was cool. I like movies where it's just like senseless fighting and it's like cool characters from video games. Yeah. I'm down seeing a Street Fighter movie. But if mm-hmm. I could reboot a TV show, would be Sons of Anarchy from what? There's five seasons of Sons of Anarchy. Uh I think was six. Was there six? It would probably five be for six. Four. I, I think watched be, that, I've watched that
3: four or five times too. Well,
0: from four on, because I thought from seasons five and season six was terrible. Like, I hated season six. I hated how Jax just rides into a goddamn tractor trailer and dies. Like, that was just...
3: Seven seasons, 92 episodes.
0: Okay, so it would be five to seven. Redo those. Yeah, I
3: I agree because I feel like uh, as much as I like that show, they built it up so much, and then, like, I didn't think that it should have ended that way either, like you do, Rich.
0: No, a thousand percent. You don't just let your lead character who just overcame so much and had to do stuff just ride into a tractor trailer with the guy from the shield driving it like oh fx great plug like that was terrible and then we are going to finish on this is going to be our last our last category for final thoughts favorite concert memory don since you were around when jesus rock was invented we will let you go all
2: right so uh so the my my introduction. I, I was not a big concert goer as a kid. So my introduction to concerts was my first concert was Bon Jovi.
0: Nice.
2: And so my okay, my roommate my, my roommate at the time his girlfriend her girlfriend's his girlfriend's uncle was the was the sound guy for Bon Jovi. So they were like oh. Bon Jovi's in town, do you want to go? And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. And it, it not not in my top anything of bands, just it was fun as shit. It was a ton of fun because they played a ton of songs that everybody knew and it was a ton of stuff that you could sing along to. Um it was you know, a lot and some of my favorite stuff from Tombstone. So, like, li- that that was just uh, a, a really good concert. And, and the tailgate outside was incredible before nice. and after.
0: Nick, so what are you looking at, buddy?
3: I mean, prop, but no, a bunch of concerts. 311 concert was really good, Rich.
0: That was a dope time.
3: Um, the Incubus concert I went to was really fucking good, too. And then the Justin Timberlake concert I went to was pretty fucking good, too. That was
0: a fucking dope time. That, that was a really dope. good yeah, me and Nick, his brother, and our buddy Brian went.
1: So <laughs> four dudes.
3: Oscar knows Brian, so we went with. So Oscar, oh, we go to Brian's tell house. Tell the story; it's so good. We go to Brian's house to get ready for the concert. Brian's like, "Listen, I'll drive." Um, or no, Brian didn't drive. You drove. Rich. I drove. I drove. So he, he, Rich was like, "I'll drive," whatever, because Dana, Brian's now wife, girlfriend at the time, was gonna go, also got tickets to go with her friends once she found out Brian was going with us. Yes. So it's her and her three friends, and then it's us four. We get to Brian's house. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody was drinking except for Rich. Right? We're not like crazy drinking, just like doing a little, you know, whatever. That's all the pussy. Because Brian lived, lived, pussy. In Bel- lived, in Bel- lived in Belmont lived in Belmore at the time, get around 25. Yeah, we get over to this, we get over to uh over to the stadium. We parked at Lincoln Financial, I remember. We walked to mm-hmm. the stadium. We drank a little bit before we got in, having a great time at the concert. But literally before Justin Lake even got on fucking stage, yeah, Brian had to leave because Dana was
0: it wasn't Dana. It wasn't Dana. Oh, it was a friend. It was, it was friend. it was someone who called me a pussy because I brought twisted teas. That's right. Because I wanted to have, <laughs> I wanted to have one or two and not yeah. be obliterated. And they were pre gaming with vodka in a Crap. water bottle and sipping Woo! cranberry. And she's like, "You big pussy! We're drinking hard liquor and you're drinking twisted teas." I'm like, "You're gonna die!" And she was found in the bathroom That's with right. a around her ankles. Shit and throw up all over the place, and Brian had to go and physically take her out of the bathroom and bring her home. Yeah. And he laid in his bed and shit and threw up in his bed.
3: Yep. Yeah. And he was super pissed because he paid for the tickets. He said, Brian didn't even get to fucking see one
0: song. <laughs> yeah, it was just me, Nick, and his brother. We had a great time. It was so much fun. It uh, was really
3: good. That was when his when his last uh the Don, if you remember when he first came back out with that other album, it was like 2013, like the 2020 yeah. first came out. He went on tour and he played a lot of his older stuff too. Like it was a really
0: good show. Yeah, good, good job. He oh, did Elvis he, and Johnny Cash, Michael Jackson. He was he was really good. Yeah, we That's did a yeah. Our show. I mean, It was fantastic.
2: Listen, one one of the I, I remember going to a concert. I want to say it was a Dave Matthews concert in college, where That's like a bunch concert. of people a bunch of people went and got yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and and and,
1: and 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 for a lot of good reasons
2: because when he started playing, he played all new stuff. He played a bunch of stuff that nobody knew, and I'm literally like sitting there, and I'm like, "Okay, what what am I supposed to do?" Like I'm in the nosebleeds because I'm in college, and that's all I can afford, and I can't make out anything. That anybody's saying, so I'm like, good thing I was horribly inebriated because I'm like, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit here and, and watch somebody jam out on a on a guitar.
0: Oscar, what what's your favorite concert memory? Billy um, Joel, The Garden.
3: it's probably a great fucking concert. I love Billy Joel. Probably,
1: yeah. I, would be, no. I, would be, I would be mad if I went to a Billy Joel concert. I would be really mad if I, you went.
3: Yeah, I bro. Mean,
1: the man, fuck man. they sell out in like five minutes. I know. Yeah. So uh, here we go. Um, you see, here's my thing, though. Like my favorite concerts were in basements. So I guess that's like that technically a concert, though. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! So like, I love college. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you guys ever heard of the Murder City okay. Devils? That was in the concert hall. Yeah, never mind. Did we pack that shit up? Um, <laughs> the Emergency <Murder City laughs> Devils. It was in uh, the Electric Factory, I think it was. Okay. And um, it was just mayhem for. Two hours, people sweating on top of each other, which is crazy to say that during these like dumbass times right now. Like it's just like everybody was like pit together, freaking walking like, the but then like there was like you got read, like, like? pitting, and then there was people in the back drinking. They were like too old to even listen. So that was that was a really cool concert. All good, all good. Is, what's the concert we went to
3: with the happy drummer? What concert was that?
0: Oh, that was uh, the Taste of Chaos tour.
3: That's what it was. Yeah. Taste
0: of Chaos, the happy drummer. Um, it was Ben Sevenfold, right? Ben Sevenfold, Atreyu, Bullet for My, My Valentine. Valentine. Uh, I remember they had the
3: one band. Japanese that bands were really there great. Was a, there was a dude that was playing before. It was pretty good. He had the dreads that when he would spin it, he would do his head thing. His dreads would hit the floor. Right? He had like six feet long dreads.
0: No, that was that was uh, before 311, and that was oh, okay. All uh, right. well, you, man. That was Shadow's Fall. That was Shadow's Fall. Um, I would have to say, oh, Chris says pro jamming you two in co- All right. I like all that. Right. That's,
3: that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good show, man.
0: Yeah, that's a good show, Chris. I we, gotta like get,
3: it. we gotta ask Richard's cousin Big Dan. My man's been to all the shows. Oh my never. god,
0: he's been to everything, dude. He loves it. If I had to go with my favorite concert memory, would probably be oh man, my first time, the festival. When Y100 was still around, and they used to do the festival and the feastable. And my dad's like, we're going to go to a show, take three of your friends. So I took Tang, yeah. uh, Matt, and my cousin Pat. It was the first time i ever seen weed. Like, the guy was passing it. And mind you, we were, like, 12. So this dude next to us was, like, passing He's like, yo, man, just pass it down. And, like, we're kids, like, passing it. My dad's like, fuck, it. hand that shit back. What the fuck's wrong with you? And, like, everybody's just blazing up. It was Smile Empty Soul Dashboard Confessional, which were terrible. Um, puddle of mud. Uh, who else? Yeah, puddle of mud. All, all spring and 311 and jet. All spring and 311 were great, but when all spring came on and then 311 came on, everybody just started to lighten up. We left that concert and spent $160 at Taco Bell. We were all baked, <laughs> and I think that was the first time I was experienced. That's and it was really up. high. This, and like, this was a pretty good time, but. My favorite concert experience was probably um, on a 311 concert. Me and Nick went to it was great. Every 311 concert I go to with my dad is, is always a good time. Um, let's shoot for fuck me. And my cousin Patrick were in Philly and Slipknot was at the electric factory before they were like super big. And I think they were with Lamb of God at the time. And they did the wall of death where the lead singer like parts the crowd And everybody runs. And my cousin Eric was working security. He's like, yo, hold the wall. And I'm like, what? He's like, hold the wall. I'm like, okay. So I turn around, I'm holding the wall. They like his guitar solo and the guy just claps his hands. And when he claps his hands, everybody runs at each other. And like guys from the first row, like of getting hit, are just getting obliterated and like flying backwards. It was one of the craziest fucking shit, but I saw Joey Jordan fucking playing drums upside down. Slipknot was going nuts. It was it was such a good time. It was such a good time. That's
3: and wrong, brother, nuts.
0: And I watched it for for free, so I'm not mad. No, but is. gentlemen, it's been an hour and fifteen minutes. It is time for our favorite segment called "Fuck Oscar." I mean, final thoughts. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, Oscar. I, 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 I broke. I broke. My burps always come out saying, fuck, Oscar. I'm like, ugh. It's really bad. Oscar, what's your final
2: (laughs) (laughs) thought?
0: Oscar, what are your final thoughts? Uh, What are
1: my final thoughts? Uh, People are fucking disgusting. um, And when they're not happy, they just decide to attack the color of a person's skin instead of actual merit and um yeah well, he's got a tiny
3: dick dude you don't have to care if he's butter black
1: yeah let's just let's just let's just end it at that it's just yeah let's do it
2: okay done. so two things so one mlb normally screws up anything that they touch okay they did Two things last night that I saw during the all during the home run derby that I thought were really cool. One, all the guys were wearing 44. I thought that was, that awesome. was a really cool way to kind of tie the things back to, to Hank Aaron and Atlanta. The other thing is that every ball that each player hit was signed. Was signed oh, yeah. by that player. That was so, so dope. So like what a really cool way to, like they normally, a- anytime they get a chance to touch anything they screw it up. This one I felt like they like they did a de- like they did two really cool things to kind of connect back with the fans. Now my real final thought: I have a boo freaking who list. Everybody gets a trophy everybody wants the all they want all the accolades without having any of the accountability so the first four people on my boo friggin who list are danny green reese hoskins carson wentz and i'm going to go back to last year with tommy hunter like for for Danny Green to come out with the 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 nonsense that he had, yep. Saying don't forget to cheer about us.
3: Win again, when, oh,
2: right. when, when you have the agreed. Like we're 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 upset because we're holding you accountable. Reese Hoskins telling us don't forget to write about the good things. What's so good? Tommy Hunter saying, sorry, it wasn't good enough. I didn't do a good job. He yeah, you stunk. Like, You're a waste of a contract. Yes, we agree. We're holding you accountable. We will. We, we are. And everybody wanted to crap. on. Everybody takes every opportunity to crap on the fans in this city. We will love. The guys at the bottom of the barrel, we will love guys. Like TJ McConnell. We will we will love guys like Aaron Rowan and Chris Coast. Why? Because they go out and they give everything they can every time they step on, anytime they step in between those lines. So my advice to anybody who is playing a Philadelphia sport give all you got, and we will love you forever. But don't
3: we love Iverson forever, baby.
2: Yep. He was the best of both worlds. Agreed. Boom freaking who? Boo who. Nick, what do you got, buddy?
3: So just a question for everybody. As most of you guys know, Rich is getting married on Friday. So I don't know what he did. He must have drugged this woman. Um, <laughs> if you guys want me to absolutely fucking roast him in a speech, just let me know.
0: All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just don't bring he up can handle, He
3: can handle it. That's the thing. <laughs> but gonna. this is not going to be like a club Conroy roast where when I'm done, you're like, no, it's my turn to roast you.
0: Uh, I'm not, not doing that. that story after because Don needs to know the best comeback. We're not going to do
3: that because it's a wedding. It's a family-friendly environment. Nah, I won't do that. I mean, there's a little bit in there, but, but no. I like it. <laughs> I just wanted I like to know, it. Oscar, if Oscar, if you awesome. got anything specific? Any specific digs at Rich? I send a to me, and I'll <laughs> add them to, my, add them to my, my my journal.
0: I love it. I love it. and I can't wait. Um, my final thoughts are this: Thank you to you three. Um, honestly, without you guys, without Oscar, like coming up with the idea again and just getting us out there during the COVID times for, for doing this podcast.
1: Like, oh, thank to
0: thank you to all of you guys who are here because without you three guys. This podcast, I don't think would be successful. It wouldn't be fun. It would be boring. Oscar, thank you for bringing the idea. Don, thank you for coming on and just reaching out when I'm like, we need a guest host. Nick, thank you for accepting of coming back on. Um, You guys are my boys. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate what you do for this podcast. I appreciate Mike and Dom from Fired Up. They're doing a great job. Big T Will and the full court press, him and Mike, appreciate you guys. Prince, I appreciate you guys. Chris, thank you for watching all the time and supporting us. Ordered a Drunken Braun T-shirt? Yeah, he'd fucking better, son of a bitch. I'm going to fight that motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. Dom's a great dude. But don't ever
1: insult First
0: again. Nah, Dom's great. Their shows are great. I appreciate the love that we get from our podcast community. Chip, the guys for All About the Birds, Scotty, you know, all the guys who are, like, banding together to, like, do something different. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate, you know us coming on on a night where there's not so much sports and we can just talk and have a good time and interact with everybody. Let's not let it get to our heads. Let's keep doing what we're doing and let's support each other. I'll never
1: Absolutely.
0: I'll never be the one to say you guys suck. You guys are this. I'm proud of you guys. Go out there. Do what you guys can do. Be on different podcasts. Let's 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 spread what we're doing and let's spread the the love for other people and other people's podcasts cuz we kind of need each other and we need others to to join and come aboard us because only good things are going to happen, boys. And I'm Absolutely. happy for the ride for these past what six months? Yeah, like three months that we've been together, or maybe four months. But the six months yeah. that Oscar been together doing this, um, it's been great, and I can't wait to see what uh, the Europe holds. So, on that case, Philly, peace out, and as always, fuck you, Spike Eskin <laughs> See you later.
3: We Your dad have-
1: sucks too. yeah fuck your dad too you want to end it Oscar or you want me to